You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Woohoo! It's time for Outfield Preview Part 1, next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT and 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, February 21st. I am Frank Stample, joined by Chris Towers. And let's talk about outfield strategy, Chris, in a three-outfielder league, which is likely a head-to-head points league, versus a five-outfielder league, which is likely your 5x5 five five roto format. How does your strategy differ in those two? I think it mostly differs in that, um, you know, you need more outfielders in a five outfielder league. And obviously, you know, that's, that's, that's about as obvious as you can get. But I think the key takeaway would be I'm comfortable taking two outfielders in my first two or three picks in a roto league. Like if Mike Trout and Mookie Betts are there and I'm at the, the one, two turn and I'm in a roto league, I might just take both of them in a points league or three outfielder league. It's a little hard to get away from that because, or to get away with that because you only have one outfield spot left and potentially two outfield spots left with the utility. And maybe you draft Cattell Marte like I would, and you can put him in second base, but it starts to limit your ability to fill out your lineup and you have to start drafting bench players. So that's, that's a concern is you do reach a point in a lot of drafts around, you know, the fifth or sixth round for me, usually where the best player on my board or the best hitter on my board often is an outfielder. And so you don't want to reach a spot where you, you start passing on good players because you don't have room for them, and that can happen if you fill up your outfield spots too quickly. Let's talk about some early round ADP, and we'll start off with Fernando Tatis. Yes, he now has shortstop and outfield eligibility. His ADP is 1.2, and Juan Soto, who's going just after him with an ADP of 2.8. Chris, who would you rather have, Tatis versus Soto in each format, categories versus a points league? I think to a certain extent, it's easy as just Tatis and Roto, Soto and points, but it is worth noting Tatis has been better in points than Soto, even with his plate discipline issues. The concern with Tatis is one, the plate discipline. You know, if he if he goes back to being like a twenty nine percent strikeout rate guy, maybe there's a little concern there. But mostly, it's just that shoulder. Soto, he's arguably, if he's not the best hitter in baseball, he's not much worse than number two. And so, in a points league where you don't have to worry about stolen bases, where you get points for his walks, that makes him even more valuable. So, I think it is. Soto in points, Vlad or Tatis in head to head or Tatis and Roto, excuse me. I, I would agree with that. Obviously, much more steals upside for Fernando Tatis, more five category production. But man, Soto last year, first two months dealt with the sprained left shoulder. But from June 1st on, 329 batting average, 25 yeah. homers, a 1078 OPS. You're right, Chris. He is one of the best pure hitters in the game today. This next group of four is awesome. At the end of the first round, it just comes down to your preference and your risk tolerance. Bryce Harper with an ADP of 8.0, Ronald Acuna at 9.2, Mike Trout at 11.8, and Mookie Betts at pick 12.2. Chris, who is your favorite of that group? Harper, Acuna, Trout, and Mookie Betts. I think it's probably Mookie Betts just because he's the cheapest, and I'm not sure he's much worse than any of them. Ronald Acuna, if he's healthy, is the best player of the group. Mike Trout is the best hitter of the group. You know, if Juan Soto is not the best hitter in baseball, Mike Trout is. So I don't think you can go wrong with any of these guys. I think Bryce Harper, 
I'm a little less likely to make the the leap and take him ahead of these three just because I don't know if the upside is as high for him as it is with Trout, Betts, or Acuna. And I do think a little bit of it is he you know, had a 49-point jump in batting average between 2020 and 2021. Batting average is very fluky. Not necessarily sure. I expect him to hit 309 again. All right, let's move on to this next group, which includes two young studs in Kyle Tucker, who has an ADP of 14.8, so early second round in a 12-team league, and Luis Robert down at 19.6 in the middle of the second round. Uh, Chris, do you like any of these two? Do you find yourself targeting Kyle Tucker or Luis Robert in the second round? I think they're both fine in that range, um, but I'm not necessarily enamored with either at the price. I think, you know, it's an example of stolen bases and youth being pushed up a little bit. But Kyle Tucker, you did have this huge jump in his performance in the second half, put up an OPS over 1,000 while still running. I'm not sure you can trust him to be, you know, the 14 stolen base guy because he went 14 for 16. He's probably not going to repeat that kind of success rate. He's not exactly elite in terms of his foot speed. So I do think there's room for Kyle Tucker to be a little disappointing in terms of the stolen base production. Luis Robert, a lot of it is just, he's still a high variance player in my uh, my opinion, but the upside is incredibly high. He could be a first rounder still. I don't think he's ever going to be like a 30 steal guy like we hoped, but you know, based on what we saw last season, the improvements he made in his play discipline, the improvements he made in his contact rate, especially that does suggest that you know, there is room for him to keep growing. He's the kind of guy that if he's a 25% strikeout rate guy, you know, he can be a monster because good things are going to happen when he does put the ball on the bat on the ball. Very well said. Yeah, I still think that there's quite a bit of variance with projecting Luis Robert, but mm-hmm. would not surprise me one bit if he puts together a 2021 Bo Bichette type season here in 2022. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast, And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.